0: Hello there, and welcome to the first episode of The Journeyman Music Show. I'm super excited. My name is Paul. I make music from my basement, and I'll be co-hosting the show along with
1: Chad. Yes, true. Hello. I am Chad. Um, I also make music from my basement, and I am also, like Paul, excited to be here.
0: This is the first episode, so we'll exceptionally start today's podcast by presenting ourselves and introducing you to uh, the show in general. So the Journeyman Music Show is a podcast where we like to talk about any music related topics. So this could be about writing songs, this could be about music production, or it could be about wider topics like how to stay motivated and how to find time for your hobbies, despite having a very busy life. If there's any topic that you would like us to discuss, of course, uh, feel free to visit our website at inspiredsongwriter.com or drop us an email. This is the idea behind the podcast, so here is a little bit about me. My name is Paul, I'm 27, and I make music from my basement. I live in Paris, I'm a music hobbyist, and I really got into music when I was uh, in middle school. I think I was um, maybe 13 around the time where I discovered the Beatles. I really got into them, uh, like a lot of people. And I got got all of their CDs one by one, uh, when CDs were still a thing at the time. And a few years later, when I was 15 or 16, I got into playing guitar. So this is where I really started making music and not just be, you know, an active listener. Um, A few months later, I started playing bass. I joined a band with one of my best friends at the time, and we started gigging, which was an awesome experience. Um, And at the time, when I was 15, I was already feeling like it was too late for me to start, Uh, which sounds silly now in retrospect, but at the time when I was 15, my best friend had started playing like viola since he was four years old. So at the time he already had like 11 to 12 years of experience. And I was just <laughs> a beginner learning how to play, uh, you know, like uh, power chords and uh, really simple melodies on the guitar. So already when I was 15, I was already wondering, is it too late to start? Am I, uh, am I actually going to have uh, the time and the talent to get to a decent level that I can be happy with? And a year later, after we, we started the band, we, we started gigging, and that was an awesome experience. And that's one of the uh, experiences that inspired today's episode. So what about you, Chad? Uh,
1: yeah, so my story is pretty different, actually. Um, Paul is much more the experienced musician than I am. Um, but. I've always been a music fan, right? I mean, most people are, right? But when I was a kid, um, I was raised largely by a single dad for a while, um, and he was always singing. He was also a very young guy. So he would hang around with uh, his, all his other young guy friends, and my brother and I would ride around in the car with them, and they would blast Nirvana and The Offspring and stuff, you know, be those kind of guys. Um, and it was great. I loved it. My dad was an awesome singer. I remember asking him when I was a kid, like why he wasn't a professional singer. And he would just, you know, he would just laugh it off. Um, and that was great. Those were, those were some really good memories. And then, so I grew up singing, but didn't really realize that it was a thing that I could do at all until, um, I got really involved in the church as like an adolescent, like a middle schooler. And Eventually, it came to be that I was singing at church. Um, we had like a, a praise band, so it was like you know the cool kids like sing it like leading the contemporary church songs that we would all sing at the beginning. It was terrible, um, but that was my first experience singing in front of people, um, and it was great. And then I uh, went to high school and started singing in choirs and was able to sing in the all-state choir, um, which was an amazing experience. It's like a hundred. High schoolers who are just like uh, yeah, singing like all these classical songs and stuff, it was really, really great, um, and then I kind of just fell out of music for a while. I you know always listened to it when i when I went to college, I got into some new music and stuff like that as as college kids do, all the like pretentious indie stuff, um, and that was great, I really loved that, but i wasn 't really performing or anything like that, and then up until what maybe six months ago um, I mean, I got a guitar when I was 13 and I've always played that on and off, but I wasn't really writing music or making music. And then recently, um, you know, during pandemic life, I downloaded some software and I was like, I'm going to gonna give this a proper try. Um, signed up for the class that Paul and I took together and, you know, got in with these guys. They've been teaching me a ton um, and I'm learning how to do stuff. I've written a couple of songs and it's, it's awesome. It's super, super fun. And I'm really glad that I have it as a creative outlet.
0: Yeah, I'm really happy we both took that class. Um, that, that's this is where I was going actually. Um, I mean, just to be clear, I, I started playing, you know, when I was fifteen or sixteen, but I haven't been playing continuously. Like, there were times um, we played during high school, and after high school, the band split up because we all went to different colleges, and I almost didn't touch my guitar for maybe six to seven years, and then I fell into the same trap when I was, you know, twenty-five well, I haven't played it since I was 18. Is it too late to pick it up again? I keep wondering the same questions. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe I never learned about anything, but uh, I keep asking myself the same question. Oh, I should have played, uh, if I had kept playing, I would be so awesome at guitar and bass right now. I would be such a good songwriter. Um, is it too late to pick it up again? And I actually decided to get back into music when I was around 25 or 26, so we reformed a band with uh, my best friend from high school and we started gigging a little bit, but then I wanted to get into producing and recording and mixing. So I took the class that uh, allowed me to meet Chad. And what is great about this is that both times in my life where I wondered, should I invest myself, uh, my time and my energy into music? It, it almost instantly led to awesome experiences. When we were playing with my band, we played uh, a lot of different gigs and some of them were in venues where you know there there were like graffitis and signatures from the Red Chili Peppers and some other bands, and that was really cool, you know walking backstage and seeing those like legendary bands like uh, who left a the trace there and we were there like well we're we're just kids we we all picked up our instruments maybe a year ago, and that's that's an awesome experience and that was just a year after starting an instrument and then you know like two years ago when I started uh getting into music production um It was it was a little slower because I had less time, you know, as an adult. But a few years later, I'm already starting to produce my music. Uh, So is Chad. I think we're both feeling super happy about the journey. And both times where I decided to take the jump, uh, I I saw like almost uh, instant uh, progress and it was I don't know, it just feels great.
1: Yeah, for sure. Completely agreed. Um, Although the progress, I think, was maybe a little less instant for me, but that's another important lesson, right? And being able to stick with it, even when you start off really, really slow. That's kept me from pursuing so many different hobbies that I was interested in. Um, but yeah, getting, getting started slow is, is difficult. But when we signed up for this class, I mean, some of the other people that we've met through it are actual legitimate pros who make a living making music and that sort of thing, you know? So it's been so great to have that sort of mentorship. And hopefully, um, that's the sort of thing that we can provide through the show right is as we're learning we can pass down some knowledge from people who know more than us um, we can talk about our struggles and we can hopefully um you know help anybody who's listening to feel motivated in the same way and to stick with the journey
0: yeah i think that's a, that's a really great point and it's actually the first thing to ask yourself uh i think the first step is to ask yourself why you would get you won't want to get into music uh, and when we say you know get into music it could be music production it could be songwriting it could be learning a new instrument or anything the first question in my opinion that you have to ask yourself is why am i doing this before you even wonder whether it's too late or you start worrying like why do you, would you want to pick up an instrument like what, what was it for you that made you think well i'm just going to learn about you know music production all of a sudden uh, after a few years of guitar how did it come up
1: so for me personally um like I mentioned, I always liked to sing. And then when I started thinking about actually pursuing singing as a thing that I wanted to do, um, that's why I started guitar because I never had any interest in being a good guitarist. I wanted to be a good enough guitarist that I could join a band where I had two skills instead of just one. You know what I mean? So, and still to this day, like, I don't know how to play lead guitar. I, I I don't know how to shred. I don't know how to do anything cool, but I'm a competent rhythm guitarist <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah that's what first led me into it and now yeah it's just it's so much fun picking up new skills being able to be creative with them it's great
0: i agree like and for me i feel like I, I kind of changed my mind over time you know when i started playing with the band at the time i was really hoping that we could somehow make it and you know uh because we were we were not even going to college then so we were considering like, maybe going full-time or maybe really trying hard and my opinions changed a lot since then. I've always been drawn <laughs> to music, you know, as a listener, as, uh, as a guitarist or uh, and now as a songwriter. But I feel like even though the theme stays the same, the direction kind of changed. I don't I, right now, like as is, I wouldn't want to be a full time musician like I had. I was I was lucky enough to experience some of the gigging, but I would not want to do this like every time, like uh, every day for 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 years and i i don't want the pressure of labels Uh, i don't want the pressure (laughs) of fans Um, actually i just realized that okay i like making music i love playing in the band but i don't think i would like being a full-time musician and i feel like if you don't like the journey then maybe you have to change the direction you know because a lot of people fantasize about being a rock star or anything but being a rock star is also about you know carrying super heavy amps uh, day after day taking the car (laughs) just you know like driving for 12 hours just for a 30-minute show and that's something that we don't talk about but it it should be you know uh factored into the equation and into your decision right so i feel like right now the reason i want to play music the reason that what i want to make music is just to express some stories and some feelings that i want to share with other people so maybe that when they're it, they don't feel so alone anymore because they can relate to uh, whatever i'm sharing whether it's a, a story or a feeling and that interaction is what i really like about you know making music and like in a perfect world if i could make a living out of uh, any music related activity i think it, i would rather it be um, creating content around music for example with uh, podcasts or tutorials or courses rather than you know being an actual musician
1: yeah, makes complete sense. I mean, we are definitely not going to be the guys to be able to give advice on professional music production, on making it as your band, on touring, on getting famous, anything like that. Um, but yeah, we just were, you said it right in the beginning, we're hobbyist musicians, you know, and that's it. It would be cool if a song that I made in my basement ended up getting some people to listen to it. That would be great. Um, but yeah, it's really actually something I thought about for myself. Um, even if nobody else ever listens to any of my music, it will be cool for my kids to have it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that will be, that's, that's rewarding enough. Like it's nice to be expressive. It's nice to share it with friends. It's nice for, you know, posterity's sake. Um, (laughs) but
0: yeah, that's yeah. It's great to it's great to have a little legacy, even though it's for just your friends and families. It's already something to leave behind, and it's something to be proud of. You know, like releasing your first song is such a <laughs> cool feeling. That that's really great. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's something I really wanted to talk about, and it's you know um, you ask this question to yourself when you're in a lot of uh, when you're in a moment of doubt. You know, when you're wondering, well, is it too late to start, or uh, should I even consider doing it? My answer is always going to be yes, do it. Because, <laughs> um, well, you can regret not doing it, you know, but I've never met anyone who regretted taking the shot. Like uh, I've, I've met so many people who are 30 or 40 and said, oh, I won't, always wanted to play the guitar, but I never actually did it. And I'm, I'm just thinking, well, ju- just do it. It's still, it's still, there's still time. It doesn't matter if you're 40 or 50, you can always do it. Uh, because if you keep going like, like in that direction, when you hit 60, you're still going to think, well, i always wanted to start and play guitar sometimes. But if you actually start, you're never going to regret starting because you're just going to discover something awesome. And even the process of learning and, you know, when the first month or years of playing, when you're, you're not as great as you, as you wish you would be, uh, that, that process is still fun and you can still have visible progress, which is, I don't know, an awesome experience to me.
1: Yep. Absolutely agreed. It's, it's super fun. It's super rewarding. Um, yeah. And it's never too late. I went back to college as a, as a non-traditional student when I was in like my late twenties. Um, and it was awkward, but it was not a thing that I regret doing. Um, it was, yeah, it was a great experience and you can always develop those skills. And you know, if you're not going to be the next like child prodigy, who really cares? You know, you don't have to do it for that. You don't have to compete with anybody. Just do, do what you want to do.
0: Yeah. The first thing is doing it for yourself, I guess.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I feel like, you know, things often look uh, more difficult than they really are. I feel like, you know, when you're a complete beginner and you have no idea of what happens behind the scenes, uh, you go to a show and everything looks awesome. The guitar, like the guitarist always (laughs) looks like a guitar hero. It looks like everything he does is awesome. Uh, The sound probably was engineered after years of research while, you know, he just pressed on a pedal and then Well, all the musicians know that that same fuzz pedal and everyone knows how to get that sound. But, you know, when you're a complete (laughs) beginner, everything looks awesome and complicated and unreachable. Well, in fact, I feel like most things that look hard actually are just, you know, a combination of very small and simple elements that only look hard because you you don't have the the basics, the basic knowledge to decompose like complexity. But in reality, everything is just an addition of small and simple and accessible things, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. Everything builds on itself. It's, it's always scaffolding. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's no reason to ever assume that you should be at a certain place by a certain time. You know, Everything, all the sounds that you hear, everything that everybody knows, you will get to eventually if you want to.
0: That's so true. And um, it, makes, it makes me think about a feeling I have all the time. Uh, you know, when you learn something new and you realize it was easy, you don't even feel proud of it because you're just thinking, well, I learned the major scale. The major scale is so powerful, <laughs> but it's so simple. Like what have I accomplished? Even <laughs> though like, like objectively it, it enables tons of options for you to, to play like solos, write songs. It, it, it opens a whole world to you, but because it, it doesn't sound or it doesn't look so complex after all, you don't feel like you made progress. Right? So mm-hmm. I feel like, it's important to measure your progress and record your progress as well. So when you're starting, remember how it feels, not to know like how to hold a guitar. Should the head be on the right <laughs> or on the left? Uh, do I strum with my thumb or with my, my pinky? Uh, this is, this you know, this is level one. <laughs> and when you have a little bit more experience, uh, stuff that you're learning is not very complex, but it, it, it's still progress and it's still a massive, uh, you know, a massive milestone in your progression. In,
1: for sure, definitely
0: is I think, yeah, do you have a did you ever struggle with this actually? you know, uh learning something and then realizing it's not so hard and then not feeling that great because you know you don't feel like you know anything complex, you just learn something new and
1: yeah, definitely. I think you and i in in other conversations have both described ourselves as uh like Renaissance people or people <laughs> who don't know what exactly we want to do, we don't feel that calling to do one thing. And I'm like that with music, you know, it's I've always I've always liked listening to music, but it's not always been the thing that I necessarily wanted to do. I've wanted to be an author. I've wanted to really get into like creating visual art. I've tried out logo design and graphic design, like all sorts of creative, uh, creative types of things that I have tried doing and wanted to do. Um, And definitely when you start out at so many things, Getting over that initial, like, beginner's struggle is is so key. And I have not often done it successfully. You know what I mean? So I've definitely been able to identify with that struggle. Um, but yeah, then it's so rewarding to see the simple things that start to build up into something greater that you can see, oh, even the best people in the world have gone through exactly this. They've had this realization, you know, and it's it's so nice. It's so rewarding to have that no matter what field it's in.
0: I'm so happy that you're, you know, like putting my thoughts into well articulated words and sentences because you could, <laughs> I, I could not have said it as well as you just did. So I'm really happy that you like we both felt the same thing. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's why I also don't like comparing like myself to others, and I, I feel like most people compare themselves too much, especially you know with social media and everything um I mean it's great to have inspiration like it's great to be inspired by other people it's great to look up to people who are more advanced than you in a particular topic uh you know for example when you look at guitar specialists they like what what they're doing doesn't look human you know it doesn't look feasible (laughs) but you know they they chose to to go into um a route where, where they only focused on playing guitar and we decided to you know uh, diversifying a little bit and that's that's not how you become an expert but that's okay if, if, if being an expert is not where you want to go so that's why it's so important to see other people who have skills that you don't have as a source of inspiration instead of a source of anxiety
1: yeah for sure um and it's nice to see as i've started getting older uh, although i guess this really could have applied even when i was younger um, the musicians and the people that I, was, that I was looking up to were not the most technically proficient people, you know? They just yeah. honed parts of their skills. Um, that's certainly, we were just talking about it the other day, um, was the case for like grunge music for Nirvana. Uh, they were not, uh, you know, it was, it was sort of akin to punk music where you don't have to be an expert at your instrument or at your, at your craft, you just have to work on writing songs. You just have to make really good things that you like that are different. Uh, a person that I listen to a ton now is Dodie Clark. Um, and she is a young woman um, from England who makes like these beautiful little songs that are mostly just, they started out mostly with just her and a ukulele, which I know is you know kind of a meme now, but whatever. Um, and she is not like, she's not a ukulele expert. She's not a guitar expert. She's not strings, not piano, not any of that. I mean, I'm sure she's awesome at all of them now, but um especially when she started out she was writing just the simplest songs that had awesome lyrics that had beautiful little melodies that were very touching and moving and right up my alley you know so it's so encouraging to see somebody who can play an entire song on two strings of a guitar and have it sound amazing and be like well oh well i could do that <laughs> you know
0: yeah so it's totally awesome. it's awesome like it's exactly what you said i think you don't need to be a technical expert to release amazing songs. And when you look, you know, at songs that were hits historically, not all of them have like crazy guitar heroes or like high technicity or technicality and I feel like after maybe just just a year of playing guitar, as long as you're you're putting emotions into your playing, you can come up with amazing amazing music, amazing songs, amazing covers and you don't need to do something that is technically difficult and you know all, all the the great ones will always say that you know the fundamentals are everything and i feel like like one uh one thing that makes me really admire uh an artist is like a trait of a really great musician is that that musician will make a simple melody sound awesome like something that you can play as well like even by ear like you're you're gonna reproduce that same melody that same riff but there's still something different. And that something different is the emotion that the the player and the musician puts into his playing, you know? So I feel like this is a really hopeful, um, hopeful message that you don't need to be super technical before, uh, releasing quality music.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's, we're kind of just going like stream of consciousness here from topic to topic, which is, (laughs) you know, which is hopefully cool, um, for everybody to listen to. But, um, that kind of brings me around to something that I tell myself often, um, which is really with any creative pursuit. Um, even if you are not the best at any one thing, um, you'll have your strengths and weaknesses. And the, the real thing is that's encouraging to me is no other person in the history of the world is going to put things together exactly like I have. Even if I'm playing somebody else's song, nobody can recreate that a hundred percent, you know? So even if my music is not as good as someone else's, even if it's garbage trash, even if I sound like Biz Marquis on the mic, like it's fine because nobody else can sound like that. Nobody else can do that thing the way that I've done it. You know? And I think that's really, really valuable. It's, it's better to have more art in the world than less. And the fact that nobody else can reproduce exactly what I'm gonna do is just so, it's so inspiring.
0: I agree. I really think this is the key takeaway of this discussion. Um, it's something that, you know, you know, you don't need to convince me. I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> um, I feel like this is one of the most inspiring things about music is that no one has your voice, no one has your taste, no one is going to play the same way you do. Uh, even, you know, when someone is playing a cover of a song, uh, you're not going to play it exactly the same way. The guitar is not going to sound the same. Uh, you know, there's going to be some rhythmic errors that actually make it sound alive. And that's that's, Mm that all these differences are going to give you like a a tone or or a sound that, you know, makes you unique. And that's really, really awesome. And there's room for everybody in the world because, you know, people have different tastes and it doesn't matter if even yourself don't don't like your music. (laughs) uh, There's someone that's going to like it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is this is really awesome. And, you know, even even about, you know, we're talking about songwriting, so A lot of people uh wonder if they should get into music because they 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 think well my life is not extraordinary i don't have any uh crazy stories to tell well my my answer to this is usually well if you have an extra extraordinary life uh people will want to hear about it and if you're just an ordinary person well people will relate to your stories because so many people are going (laughs) through the same things the same emotions so there is room for everybody no matter what there's no excuse just just do what you want and then you're going to have fun and, you know, maybe like things that you don't anticipate will happen. This is what happened with me all the time. Uh, I started playing mu- music in a band. We played gigs. That was awesome. Uh, I, st- I, I t- picked up music again uh, and then I met this awesome group of people. Meeting people is also part of the process of becoming a musician. And yeah, it's it's, just, it's something that we don't talk about a lot, but playing music is an opportunity to... Uh, meet new people because you're, you're effectively learning a new language and, you know, it opens up a ton of possibilities and a ton of people to talk to and that's awesome as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, just like nobody's going to sound exactly like you are going to sound or look how you're going to look or whatever it is that you're making. Um, also, nobody else is going to live exactly your life, you know. Everybody's experience is unique and everybody's going to put their own. That experience is going to color everything that you do, you know. So it's always worth it. It's always worth going after going after a new skill, going after a new creative pursuit, trying to trying to put something in the world is is all, always worth it. Unless you're gonna do like white supremacist stuff, like don't do that. You know, like there's <laughs> there's some of that. There's some stuff that's bad to put into the world. So don't do that. But generally, <laughs> you yeah, gotta put your art out there.
0: Like <laughs> even if you're going through the same story as someone else, you're never gonna tell it the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, how many love songs are there at, like how many love songs? <laughs> Millions, right? Like, and they're all different. Yeah. So there is always room for the same story just told from a different perspective or using different words, different instruments. There's always another way to tell the story that is going to be refreshing and awesome and interesting. And that's actually like um, related to the point I was making before. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself, because something that so- that looks or sounds like plain or normal to you may sound awesome and original to someone else. You know, you, you're used to being yourself, you're used to your life, you feel like you're not living anything extraordinary, but that may not be the case. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we, I think we covered a lot of reasons to get into music. I think we addressed a lot of different uh, points of anxieties. You know, there's something I wanted to add on top of that, which is not only is it a, a great experience to do, it would be a shame not to start actually, or to delay getting into music because, as you said, everybody is different. So if you don't put out your music, no one else is going to do it for you, and no one else is going to get what's in your head out there because you're the only one there. You know, you're you're the only one living in your head. You're the only one with your voice. Um, so it would be a pity not to start. And I don't know. Do, how do you relate to this?
1: Yeah. So my um, my first degree that I got from college was actually in philosophy, and this. It, This seems like an unrelated fact, but I think it's related. Um, And so, my view of the universe is an objective one, which is that there are like objective positives and negatives in the universe, right? And not like not like the universe like the universe is communicating to me or something like that. Which cool if you're into that, that's awesome. Um, But for me, I mean, like, so if you imagine a world, imagine a, a society even in which there's no art versus one where there is an overabundance of art, right? The one with the overabundance of art, that's kind of even hard to conceptualize, right? Because what would be an overabundance of art? theres It's always better to have more, right? And so if we're talking on sort of a purely philosophical scale, there's a reason to put more art into the world, because more is always better than less, you know? So if you can contribute to that, you're contributing, you're contributing a net positive to the universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a really cool way to see it this is probably a little, this, this is, uh, reaching a, you know, a different topic, but, uh, putting your work out there, even if you're just a beginner is something that was, I was really reluctant to do, but I f- also feel like, um, I'm never going to be satisfied with what I'm doing. And if I keep listening to my inner voice, I'm never going to release anything. So even as a beginner or someone who's, you know, full of, of doubt, uh, I feel like you should put your music out there because. Well, first of all, it's going to be awesome for you because you're going to document your progress, right? And even something that sounds uh, boring to you will sound appealing to someone else. So maybe you know, out of the the, the hundreds of songs that you could write before you know being satisfied with your level, the, all the ones that are part of the journey to becoming you know like a uh, an experienced songwriter or musician, like out of these songs, you may produce a lot of gems or Uh, songs that could have a lot of of impact on other people you know Um, I often do this I I listen to music artist by artist and then I go through their entire discography and (laughs) going through that process is awesome I love uh, seeing how you know um, they started as a beginner you can hear that the first songs are unpolished but it's okay and then you can see how uh, they evolve and I think that's a great thing to listen to as well
1: yeah, definitely. One of my, probably my favorite artists of all time, uh, and hopefully people don't judge me too harshly for it, um, is Bright Eyes, a guy named Bright Eyes. And he is uh, in, I'd say like the early 2000s, he was kind of the, the poster child of like not quite relevant indie, you know? Um, and he, his first album, maybe his first two albums actually, were recorded with like a four track in a bathroom and they sound like it. Like they sound <laughs> rough, but they're such good songs. And now the music that he that he makes um, is orchestral and like has all kinds of different elements to it. It's gotten more complicated and sometimes it's gotten just as simple like, um, but yeah, it's, it's really funny to see his journey um, as a professional musician who, you know, makes a living, you know, playing shows and writing songs and releasing albums and stuff like that. I yeah. feel
0: like the same thing is happening to us, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not saying we're going to end up great with uh, orchestral music and everything, but I, I'm yeah. just, you know, from um, I mean, we've been playing our instruments for years and we're probably not as good as we should be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely feeling like it. Um, but uh, when we started, pl- like really getting into produce- producing music, uh, I feel like we changed our styles and we, we we matured like a lot in just a few months. Like the first month, we're already like a lot of progress and a lot of evolution in the style of music, and the sounds that we use, on our approach of you know writing songs. And this is going to change a lot, especially in the beginning.
1: Yeah, definitely. I still haven't even found a style of music that I'm making. Generally, I don't think. Um, and part of that is because just like technical limitations. Like I haven't had a studio setup or like a proper microphone or anything like that. And of course you can record music into your phone and whatever and that's that's awesome. Um, but I decided that since I didn't have a setup, I wanted to just start making like purely digital music without any vocals, without any instrument, like live instruments, anything like that. Um, and it's been cool and that's what I've been making and I'm sort of finding a style within that. Um, and then eventually I wanna go to, you know, guitar and vocals and, you know, the, the more like folksy stuff that I tend to listen to. Um, and all of that is hopefully going to be an influence on whatever my style ends up being, you know, and I'm, I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be cool to hear what I can come out with consistently because now my, my, uh, my catalog <laughs> is just so small that it really, you know, it's too small a sample size to know anything. Um, but yeah, as I go on, I'm, I'm excited to see what it ends up sounding like.
0: Yeah, me too. This is going to be great. And like, that's also one of the reasons that I think it's, it's best to start as soon as you can. Like, no matter your age right now, I think it's good to start right away because you're going to go through a wide range of, of styles, of influences, of sounds, and like, how you sound is going to evolve. So the, the earlier you start, the more, different, like, the more versions of yourself you're going to be able to produce, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I, yeah, I didn't start this until I was 35 years old. You know, and generally by people's standards, that's probably too late to do a lot of things or to you know really get accomplished or to become an expert or whatever. But yeah, like we've been taught, talk- like the whole point of this thing, you know, just do it anyway. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, You know, I might be an older guy than a lot of people who are who are getting into it, but it's still just as fun for me. It's probably more fun for me now than if I had been doing it in like my early 20s, because it would have stressed me out and would, you know, that sort of thing. But now I've got a wife and kids, like I'm. I have a happy life. I just moved into this house not too long ago. You know, Um, things are going well, and now it's a good time for me to start making music, and I'm I'm glad that I'm doing it.
0: I I know I probably sound silly when I'm telling the the story where I felt too old at 15. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure, like, there's going to be people who feel too old, you know, even though they're 12 or even though they're 60 or like, th- there's a wide range of people who are anxious about this. And like, I, I agree, um, you know, the older you get, the-, the less likely it is probably that you're going to start. But it-, it shouldn't be that way. I feel like, you know, starting as an adult also has a lot of upsides. Well, you know, first of all, it's your choice and you know what you want when you're an adult. Usually when you start something, you 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 want it and you actually have the means to do it because well, there's going to be a cost. Um, I mean, you can always start small, but depending on your dream, you, you may want to have, uh, you may need a uh, different budgets. You know, if you're just, if you just want to play the guitar, just get any guitar you can afford and that's going to be great. But then if you want to produce music, there's, uh, there's going to be, uh, some costs. And, you know, as an adult, you can already start with at least like decent gear that you could not afford when you were a child. Like at least I couldn't, uh, I, I think I had 50 euros to spend per year, Uh, on music gear when I I grew up, you know, and now that I'm an adult and now that I'm getting back to music, I can actually uh, get the gear that I need. And that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And that'll be a topic that we'll talk about later on in a a later episode is like what gear you might want to have to get started. Um, My whole setup so far has probably cost me about 400 bucks, which I think is probably pretty, pretty good, pretty moderate um, for a lot of people who are trying to get into it um but when i started when i started the class um with you and all the other people i mean i had nothing i think i had spent a hundred dollars i was using a free daw and i think the only thing i had bought was a was this midi controller over here you know
0: yeah you were already making great music with uh, you know your computer <laughs> that you already had uh, your gaming headset and <laughs> That's right. and yeah the, and like uh, that that midi controller that uh uh, that you have, like, uh, my, my my cheapest MIDI controller costs 20 euros. And it's <laughs> it's it's more than enough. I mean, all you need to do is lay down some notes. Uh, you don't even need a MIDI controller. You can do it with your mouse. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. And a lot of professionals still use their mouse uh, to <laughs> draw, you know, like, MIDI notes. So mm. I feel like nowadays, um, I mean, this time is a great time to be a songwriter because most people have a computer or a phone. Like, you even have apps to make music with your phone. And that's generally enough to start. There's almost nothing keeping you back anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, one last thing I wanted to add was yeah, that sure. when you start, uh, when you start something, you know, the first couple of months, you actually learn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And even though you're, you're struggling, especially if you're picking up the guitar, your your hand is gonna hurt. You know, your fingers <laughs> are gonna get blisters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be painful. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Literally painful.
0: Exactly. but. <laughs> even after a few months you're going to be better than most people on this planet right
1: yeah exactly most people have never started so yeah
0: most people have never touched a guitar in their life so if you're just committing a week of learning you're already better (laughs) than probably half of the planet which in my opinion is really (laughs) encouraging you know
1: yeah for sure if you keep
0: comparing yourself to like big stars well of course there's always going to be a huge difference and it's going to take decades to bridge that gap but when you realize that after a few months you can play maybe a riff or two, or maybe a few songs. If you're, if you're investing yourself a lot, uh, you're probably going to be one of the best among your friends. You're going to be good enough to play around a campfire and -hmm. you're already going to have an impact on other people's lives, you know, put, put smiles on other people's faces. And (laughs) I don't know, I feel like music, um, nowadays is so accessible that you can quickly get some results and get some first, you know, feel good moments.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And those make it all worth it. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think those are uh, pretty good last words to finish on. What do you think?
1: Yeah, sure. Yep. I'm happy with uh, with what we covered. I'm super, I'm looking forward to going forward.
0: But, yeah, I think we, we, we started mentioning a lot of different topics that I really <laughs> want us to deep dive on. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to having some feedback as well. So if there's any topic or any remarks that you want to you wanna send us, feel free to visit our website at inspiredsongwriter.com. Uh, this has been a pleasure on my side. Hope you had a good time as well.
1: Yep, absolutely. Always nice.
0: Awesome. Uh, so we'll see you in episode two.
1: Sounds great. See you then.